For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The biggest Braves coverage in the South is always rolling at thepodcastpark.com. Check out the fans' exclusive lineup of Braves podcasts, including KMAC's weekly Braves update, the Braves Clubhouse Report, 643 with Dylan Short, plus the return of Hardball with Chris Domino, and the latest breaking news every morning at 10 a.m. with Matt Chernoff's Daily 10. Get our Braves podcast everywhere you get podcasts, or stream them all for free on the 680 The Fan app or thepodcastpark.com. Presented by Associated Credit Union. The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. This is an exclusive presentation of Podcast One Sports. What up? This is Robert Orton. Or three points. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Yes. Back in the fray like Robert Ory's lost phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the good thing we find you I find your phone. I know it's in the house somewhere. So just as we're starting, Rob goes, I can't find my phone. And I'll tell you when when my phone is missing, nine times out of ten, it's in the toilet. Not, not like the physical toilet, but it's in the bathroom. It's, so it's in you, the toilet. Did you look in the bathroom? Yeah, I did. Not there. No, I had my meeting there this morning, and it, I usually keep it on a little pencil next to me, but it wasn't there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First place to check. So do you remember at all the last place that you had it? Uh, no. I remember uh, right before my wife and I went to go have breakfast, I put it down, and then, of course, she's like, well, you got to let the dogs out. You got to do this. Oh, I think it's outside. <laughs> go get it. Go get it. No, just don't no. let you go get it. It's okay. No, I, it'll be all right. All right. Yeah. What's what's worse, losing your phone or losing your wallet? For me, it's my wallet. Yeah, me too. I mean, I love. I, can, I mean, I live on my phone, but yeah. 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 But you think about it. Your phone is backed up. You just go buy a new one. You can go True. buy a new wallet. But it's, you got the credit cards. You got to replace the yeah. driving license. It's just a hassle. I do not yeah. want to go to the DMV. To sit and deal with just getting a new driver's license? No, thank you. That alone is like, I'll protect my wallet at all costs. Uh, yeah, the wallet this. is always more important. Yeah. But one thing, good thing about COVID now is the DMV don't want your asses there. No, so they don't. They, they, they will send you a driver's do it license. Online. Yeah, yeah, do it online. Do it online. Come online. on. Usually you have to go and wait three hours there, and then you see some dude cutting his toenails, one girl over there arguing with a boyfriend. And it's just so many things. People don't understand the DMV is crazy, man. You go there, there's so much shit to be jumping off. Is it just hysterical, man? That's what we need to do podcast from inside the DMV. No, we don't. No, we don't. Have you seen? Wow. The, have you seen the creatures that sit inside the DMV? Like that that's is. The... Hey, just for the live content, man. We say, look, hey, this is JoJo over here. Yeah, yeah man. I just came down here because. My, my driver's license got burnt up in a in, in, in a fire that my wife started because she tried to wait to exhale my shit. 
You might as well do a podcast from Walmart if that's what you're going for. Shit, you know what I mean? Like, there's the and that's the that's the thing about the DMV that scares me is you get those little small plastic chairs and you're at the camp out next to next to JoJo from Hiram for like an hour. And listen to him go on about how, yeah, oh, no, my, my old lady took my wallet and threw it out the window. And I'm like, oh, here you get a driver's life. What? So, yeah. No. Yeah, I don't want to be in a place where 90 to 95% of the people are not in a good mood. <laughs> like, why would you want to be in that type of place? Like, you're there you there early. You're being the- generous with 95%. It's, <laughs> it is an easy 100 across the board. No one wants to be there. Like, no one at all. Nah. No. Mm-mm. By the not way, there one. is a topic in. Things that we've liked about COVID. <laughs> because I'll tell you, buying a movie theater seat now and being able to pick your seat and not have to do the pre-movie scramble and get there half an hour early and try and find a place. Hey, can you move over a seat so we can sit together? And no? Okay, I'll find you. Know, I don't want any of that shit ever again. Like, right. Forever. We should just do it then. Right. Yeah. Well, I will say this. It depends on the movie because once you get the, the Marvel and the superhero movies, it's tough to find no seats. Because they go quickly because everybody then goes to the movie theater, COVID or not. Yeah. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Give I, me, let me reserve my seat in advance. I'm fine with that. I, I, that I, forever. I, I, just, let me just say, I don't know what theaters you guys go to in Atlanta, but here in L.A., we've been picking our seats for about three or four years now. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. You've been picking well, your seats for a while. There's some theaters in you Houston, can do it. Yeah, yeah there's some yeah. theaters you can do it. But it used to be that, like, the smaller theaters, like the one out by okay. my house, which is just kind of like this little dink-dunk movie theater, was uh, was the show up a half an hour early scramble for a seat? Uh, I don't ever want to do that yeah. again. I fell in love with it the first time. Uh, it was ones in Houston and San Antonio that you could pick your seats, and I was like, "Oh, I love those, yeah. man!" Because I used to get the ones right there that had nobody in front of them. You could stick your legs out, and so well, yeah, you oh. need a little more room. Than, you know, the <laughs> yeah, you, you a little because they recline so much now. The seats recline so much, so you have to right. worry about someone like in your lap. I'm like, hey, we ain't dating, dude. Get out of my lap. You, know? <laughs> you, you need an end seat because you, you need to be able to turn your legs if if need be to the aisle where there is more room. You can't be sitting in the middle. Hey, I need the end seat too now because shit. I look at the movie if it's two hours long, I ain't gonna make without going to the bathroom. Oh, me neither. <laughs> me neither. You should have seen me during Spider Man No Way Home the whole time. I'm like, come on, let's hurry up and get this over with. I gotta go. Yeah. And by the way, every every person in the movie theater, when you walk in, is, oh, please don't let him fucking sit in front of me. Please don't let him sit in front of me. <laughs> I try to be respectful, man. I try not to sit in front of me. I, you know, I kind of like scrunch down, too, so. Oh, well, you see, you are respectful. You are very yeah. respectful. Um, yeah. uh, maybe a little bit uh, disrespectful. I can be disrespectful. Um, got your ass beat on Monday night. <laughs> Is that is is that why you wore your little uh, champion oh, shirt on? This is my Braves championship shirt, but it's a it's a nice hey. Georgia red. So you know. hey, and the funny part is like, oh, I looked at it. Is that oh shit? That's the old ugly ass Braves. They, they oh, ain't a scripted, you ugly ass scripted trademark like Alabama. Do that. You know what his thing is? You Y'all know took our A and just put a little on the top of it. I mean, that's all and you did. And it's trademark, so that's the biggest thing. So hey, stupid. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, let me just say this. Think about it. We lost our two top DBs. We lost our number one receiver before coming in this game. 
And then during the game, we lost our number one receiver. And so, you know what? If Georgia want to feel good about that win, go right ahead. Oh, let me go ahead and play the sappy. <laughs> hey, and then, you know what? I'm going to do a quick poll and go, hey, does the 2009 <laughs> title count after Colt McCoy got hurt on, like, the second play of the game? Hey, they was going to get yeah. their ass with Oh, anyway. no, we don't they, get the hey, Okay, yeah. No, that's fine. Hey, Colt yeah, McCoy, okay. no, they knew better. That that was – I was at that game right here, right down the street, Rose Bowl. I'll say this here. Yeah. Look, I, look. I always said it's hard to beat the same team in a season twice. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And yeah. it, I, I had a feeling going into this game that if, if it was going to be now or never for Georgia. If they weren't going to win this year, yeah. hey, man, you're going to be, hey. you gonna have to make sure you was going to go to Nick Saban's funeral hey. to make sure he was dead because other than that, you ain't getting it. Hey, there was about the uh, Indiana Jones. What's the one when the dude puts his hand on his heart and takes the heart out of him <laughs> if they're the one in this game? Yeah, because you think about this, man. They, they, you got to give it to Georgia, though. Their defense in the red zone shut Bama down. Oh, yeah, they, were yeah. they, give a, they give it one of those touchdowns. You know, think about this. They probably be like, oh, shit, here we go again. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they stopped them and limited the field goals. And the big thing is they blocked the field goal. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit, they blocked the field goal? This ain't right. I said, okay. And then when, when my boy went down, I was like, oh, no, here we go again. So Yeah. Yeah, I will give I give a lot of credit to Nick Saban as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just for being Nick Saban, because Nick Saban's just he's unbelievable. But um, after the game, uh, press the press conference when he had um, he had Young up there, Bryce Young, and and then Will Anderson on the other side. On the other side of him, and they go, "All right, you guys are done." Best players in college football, and the two of them get up to walk off, and Saban goes, "Wait, I want to say something before the two of you leave," and then just spends about a minute just throwing love and praise at their feet, how talented they are and how much they've done for the team. And like, that's, that's the stuff. I mean, and Nick Saban's no fool. He knows full well. I love these guys. I'm going to say something nice, but in the same heartbeat, I'm going to put on a little bit of a recruiting show here and let everyone know I look out (laughs) for my guys, even in a loss, I'm going to stand in front of the national media and talk about how great they are. So absolutely. Let me, let me tell you how funny ESPN is. I, I opened up, you know, the ESPN app to check scores and you see how much job Morant's killing people. Oh. And the first thing I see is seven people in Alabama portal. Enter the transfer you know. portal. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious right now, dude? The people who are transferring, like, wow. This is like, take Billingsley, for instance. This dude. The tight end. He's supposed to be great at Alabama. He had problems. I remember on the championship game, he wanted to fight the coach. And do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. The guy's a great talent, you know, but his his problem is he got to get out of his head, man. You know, these guys nowadays, they get so caught up in their, their emotions and not understand this is a business, this is a program, and you got to step a certain line to be successful. You just can't say, okay, I did this in high school and I was a shit in high school. That shit don't cross over to college unless you're somebody, a, a phenom or something. And if you're not a phenom, even then you can, can't do crazy shit, but. I hope that the dude has got a hell of he's a hell of a talent. You know, I would, I thought he would step up big for us in this in this game because I was like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna go to the next talented guy, and that was him. And he fell down that one reception. He missed nope. a key block right there. It, it just looked like his heart went in the game. So, but yeah. um, I wish him well. But don't be talking about oh, we got seven guys in the portal. Big deal. We got seventy more guys coming in to replace them. But that's yeah. but that's just it. Like when you're a, when you're a master recruiter, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Nick Saban and so many other guys that, around the nation. Yeah, it sucks to see a lot of these guys enter the portal, but you're going to get so many other guys. You got so many guys left on the squad plus the recruits that you're bringing in. Yeah. So it's a, it, it's all about reloading with a lot of these 
with a lot of these programs. And yeah. Alabama is at the top of the food chain when it comes to reloading. And, and you know the smart thing about being out here in Cali, what USC is doing, you know, the new coach, they just going to say, hey, everybody in the portal, come on out here to USC. Yep. USC going to be fucking good next year because they're going to they gonna take advantage of this portal shit and they're going to get all these players. And you got a hell of a coach, too. And think about USC, one of his historical programs in the country. I can say yep. that because my wife's not here right now, so I'm going to give him praise. But oh, yeah. Never yeah no, Dan, yeah, when praise. she's there, don't ever say that. Like, You'll never live. You got a T-shirt with that on it the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, yeah. you know, it, I, you know what do I do like that these kids, if you don't, if the situation is not right for you, they're allowed to leave and go somewhere else and, and try to, you know, make use of their talents or what may be. Because yeah. think about it. We just played a guy at Cincinnati was a running back at Alabama, couldn't get on the yep. field. And now he's one of the best running backs in the country with Cincinnati. And it's just, you know, that's just good for these kids. You know, you used to be, you used to be so tied down to university. Yeah. It'd be hard to transfer. If yeah. coaches have options, players should have options because the coaches are nothing without the players. Yeah. You go sit in those guys' living room, their mom and daddy house, grandmama, granddaddy, auntie, uncle, mm-hmm. and you recruit them. It's not the other way around. Yeah. So if coaches can, you know, say, hey, I'm not going anywhere after doing a whole trip around the country recruiting. And then when a better job becomes open saying, you know, in the middle of the night, oh, this guy's reportedly about to go take this job. Well, kids should be able to do what the heck they want to do. Enter yeah. the transfer portal, transfer, and still play the next year. Ain't no sitting one or two seasons. No, yeah. I should be able to get on the field once I transfer. I, I think when it, when it comes to the transfer – I think if you transfer inside conference, you should have to sit out of here. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I should yeah, apply yeah. that rule to like baseball and football. You get traded within your division. You got to sit. <laughs> you can't nah, play for the Braves, then pick that. up a bat and play for the Mets. It doesn't work that way. Hey, what's wrong with playing for the Mets, man? Well, no, I'm saying you can't play with everything, division, but yeah, but no, there's a lot of things as pointed out as we will get to Julius Randall. There's pro- plenty of problems playing in New York. Okay. Hey, it's no, hey, it's no problem playing in New York, man. It's just, um, you know, New York fans are tough, man. You just got to deal with it. And that, think see, about that's basketball my, players. You got to have thick skin, man. That's my th- gripe with Julius Randall. You're mad. That New Yorkers are being critical. It's literally what they're known for. This is like the definition of yeah. being a New Yorker. Yes. Yeah. Hey, like my favorite line, when my good friends used to say all the time, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it, so don't be complaining about it, man. <laughs> what did you make of the Randall I was just going to ask what you made of the Randall stuff. You know what? I just I, – it goes back to almost every player that's ever played this. You know, I think the only one they ever loved was Carmelo and Patrick Ewing, right? That's, those are all the ones Maybe they John Stark? Bad about. That was about John it. Stark. Yeah. Well, when they talk John Stark's not bad, but I think it went, what, one for – three for 26 when we played them in the finals and whatever it was. But it, I, I think you, you got to understand when you in these major markets like this, you're going to get talked about. You're going to get, you, that's their reporter's job. You, they they need to get people to read their articles. They need people to follow them. They need people to do it. So they're going to say whatever they can to get a reaction out of you or get the fans to follow them or read their articles. So you got to understand it comes with the business. Anytime these guys now, because you think about it, this generation of players now in the NBA, they've been superstars since they were in the eighth grade, ninth grade, because of social media. And they've just been praised, 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 and praised. Now they get in a situation where it's business and someone says a little something bad, they're like, 
They want to go around and tell mommy, he said something bad about me. It's like, that's what it's about, dude. You, you, you're going to have bad games. You're going to have great games. But you only want me to talk about the great games? No, I got to talk about the bad games, too. Yeah, You got to keep that same energy, man. Look, we all know New Yorkers are, when things are going well, they, they overdo it. And when things Jeremy go Lynn. wrong, they <laughs> overdo it. Right. When, think about it like this. Even though, they, even though they beat the Hawks on Christmas, they still got Trey Young on their mind. Like, if you mention Trey Young, there are people who will literally go crazy up there in New York. We saw, I've, I don't know if you've seen a little video on social media of people going around asking folks about Trey Young and folk calling Trey all type of things and New Yorkers just going absolutely crazy. It's a ridiculous video online just going off on Trey Young in New York. And I'm like, these folks cannot sleep at night thinking That's about Trey funny. Young. Trey Ridiculous. Young is Reggie Miller. Yeah, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? He's yeah. a new Reggie Miller. Reggie video. and Spike, one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorites, man. Watching the two yeah. of them go at it, that was great. But, yeah, but New he, York, like you said, B-Dog, New York loves to build them up when they're, when they're big. See, see Jeremy Lin, uh, who was a I, – I like Jeremy. Nice guy, flash-in-the-pan sort of, sort of story there. I mean, he had a 15 good moments career. of fame. Yeah, he had a minutes. good career mostly, but, I mean, was never bigger than when he played New York and had success. And then, right. you know, Amari uh, uh, Stoudemire. You have guys that struggle, and then it's like you're going to be the whipping boy for this team now, and we're going we're gonna to shit all over you. So it's, yep. it's kind of, yeah. it kind of goes both ways playing in a city. I, like I think, like, when it came, comes to certain guys, they look at how much money you make, and it says if you make this much money, $100 million, we're going to hit you upside the head a hundred million times. It's how much money you make depends. Oh, he's only making $200,000. We ain't going to beat him up. But that guy making $20 million over there, he's just going to berate him like crazy. Kick his ass. But to an extent, rightfully so. I mean, to whom much is given, much is required, right? So when you exactly. get your money, the, once you get, the more money you get, the more expectations you have, yeah. you know? You know, Westbrook is making $45 million this year and $47 million next year. And as a future Hall of Famer, what do you think people are expecting of him when he put on a Laker jersey? Turn the ball over 10 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the expectation. He met that expectation. Yeah. Uh, the only thing right. about Julius Randle, we'll move on from this, was the uh, explaining after the game when he did the thumbs down, he was basically telling the fans to shut the F up. Now, yep. like a day later, he releases a statement which says, uh, just want to send a quick message to our fans and be clear. I love New York City and being a part of this team and this franchise. And like most Knicks fans, I'm very passionate about being successful. Like what publicist sat down and wrote this shit for you and said, go ahead and post this on your Twitter. Post this on your IG. You'll be, you be covered. Like, hey, it's, 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 it's amazing to have all these guys now. They have to have these, you know, um, people to cover their asses, so to say. Own it. And, uh, yeah. Own it. That's like, like you know, own it. This is what I said. This is what I did. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a good look, but that's how I feel. You know, hey, right. hey, I was, I got caught up in the moment. You know, they're emotional. Uh, I'm emotional. And, hey, I, re- I regret that I said it, but let's move on from it. Hey, I love these fans. I come out here and they made me an all-star. They made, you know, most improved. You know, let's keep, let's yeah. keep this thing rolling. So it doesn't matter because my thing is, if you're playing in New York, they're giving you that energy they can take it back when you're giving them that energy in return. Because if you, a, a real apology, it's just to continue to go out there and play. Cause they may feel a certain type of way about you yeah. until you start winning yeah. because, and then when you start winning, they'll completely forget about it. So there was no need for him to go out or a publicist to write up anything in my opinion, because yeah. look, this is New York. If they want us to have thick skin, well, they got to have thick skin in return yeah. and they'll forget about <laughs> it. Once we start winning, yeah. they'll be okay. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. He motivated us. We motivated him. You know how the Knicks fans are. Like we, yeah. we in this thing together. 
Yeah. We're right. all well, in together. <laughs> start, I thought you were going to start singing We Are the World. No. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. But, like, the one thing I do know about New York fans, you don't want them on your bad side. You just mm-hmm. you just don't. I mean, you you unless you, you're an opponent. You, you got and, unless and, you're an opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. That B dog's right. You got to earn it. But yeah. I mean, damn. You, the last thing you want to do is start thumbs down in your fans. See the New York Mets. It, that it just doesn't work out. Um, but I, like I said, if you keep winning and you keep playing, that's just as good as an apology. Yeah. Because get, now get all is forgiven. Get to the post. Yeah. All is forgiven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When hold on. Win in the playoffs. That's not good. New True. Yorkers ain't going to sit and get into the playoffs. That's some yeah. bullshit. True. You got to win. <laughs> and last year, yeah, the bar true. was, we're in the playoffs. Now it's, we yeah, got to right. advance. Yeah, we got to yeah, advance. Right. Um, man, you, you brought him up real briefly at the top of the show, Rob, but uh, that block that John Morant had the other night, yeah. I, I have never, I mean, maybe the LeBron block in the finals, a yeah, block. was a little different. And I think I, that know, was just because of the situation, but I, man, that yeah. man. Went to the he top got, of the box. I mean, he was. I've never he seen got some that. pogo sticks. I, I know. Oh. It, 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 the funny thing about it, I, last time I remember someone doing that was this forty year old name by the name of Michael Jordan against the Bulls. He well, did it one time. He didn't get as high as John Moran, but he got up there at forty years old. That's the point, you know. But Jaws block was a. It, you know, everybody was talking about the block, but I think like four or five players later was the fucking alley oop where he had oh, to yeah. duck. Yep, right. hitting his head on the rim. Now that shit was crazy. Right, you know, and, and, and no, and, you know, it's funny to have everybody saying, "Oh, he's Westbrook, he's Allen Iverson." A lot of that but going to on. To me, the person he reminds me of more is Derrick Rose. I knew you forget how that. good fucking Derrick Rose was. Derrick Rose was going to the whole dunking on you, shooting a J in your face, but Ja has taken Derrick Rose's game and added to it. He's more athletic. He's a little yeah, longer a little, at this point in their career. A little bit better three point shooter, but when shit, that mug John Moran already scaring people, they moving out the way when he come down the middle. Oh, fuck this. But I, I, I don't <laughs> think. I, but overall, I don't think John Moran is a better was a, is a better player than Derrick Rose was then. Remember, Derrick Rose won MVP. Yeah. Oh no, he's got a MVP re- ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's got a road. Yeah. he's got a road yeah. to go still for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, but, Derrick Rose is unlike anything we at that time we ever saw playing the point guard position. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, what's the what's the ceiling for this kid? Because he's he seems like, and, and that's like you said it. People start throwing out comparisons mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah. But what's the? Well, I mean, what's the true ceiling for this kid? He could be really exceptional in this league. I think you know, for him, it's going to be injuries. If he can stick, stay away from the injury bug, and just keep playing, and don't get cocky. You know, don't get cocky thinking he's better than this person and and still having that drive and that hunger that he has. Because if you watch him play, man, he mad at everybody. He goes out there and he plays hard and 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 don't become friends with anybody. And what I mean by that is don't be friends with this guy, this guy who's in the same position, so you don't still have that same fire and go at him. Because you know, you can have the fire to go at your boy, but it ain't the same fire that you have when you go at someone you don't know. He was I'm gonna kill this dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna just just jay his ass up tonight. And that's what a lot of these guys, because if I gotta elbow you in the mouth and you my boy, I can't do that unless it's the playoff. But then, you know, these guys <laughs> now, you know, they all buddy buddies, you know. Don't man, no. You know, that's what I love about Giannis. I know the Milwaukee Bucks fans still hate me. So oh yeah, they do. Two thumbs down to you guys, but I'm just saying that's what it that's the most prolific thing that he's ever said, that he's not trying to be friends with anybody. He's trying to win championships. 
And that's what you want in the NBA. You ain't trying to be friends with anybody. You be friends like we all now are. We meet at All-Star. We all old. We can't play them. Then that's when you become friends. That's when you change them. That's when you go play golf together. During the season, fuck that. I'm trying to get better and kick your ass and be called the best player in the league and be NBA champion. And so yeah. that's what Ja needs to do. He needs to have that same mentality as uh, Giannis. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. I, I just... There, I agree with that stance, but I also look at, you know, where we are in the times where you can still be cool with people. Like, it's, it's about the turning on and turning off like a light switch. Once we're on the floor, it's about business. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Isn't, well, it might be personal uh, because we <laughs> all have this common goal, but it's, it's personal <laughs> to an extent. We're, all, we're both trying to win. We're both trying to compete. And that's something that should be understood amongst guys that are playing at the highest level, which is called the NBA. Now, off the floor, okay, cool. But if we have this understanding that, look, it's not personal. I'm competing just like you're competing. I'm battling just like you're battling. And we're, we're trying to reach a common goal. But when we leave this floor, we can dab each other up. I may see you in the offseason. We can work out. We're both competitors. And we'll move forward. But, you know, some guys, it works for it works in their favor like that. Other guys, like you said, it's more like Giannis. I don't care about none of these folk. They cool. I ain't got no problem with them, but I don't kick it with them. And that's that's the thing. Michael Jordan was like that. He ain't kick with anybody. Oh, yeah. Kobe was like that. He ain't kick with anybody. And that's why <laughs> these guys are, are multiple winners. And you know, and they didn't have to, you know, you know, get together. Hey, hey, yo, dog, let's play together. You know, we cool. Let's play together. You know, so that, but, you don't, you but don't the need that. But the opposite of that is LeBron. LeBron yeah. has won four titles, and yeah. he's probably the most sociable individual in the NBA. Yeah. But he he has that he has that crew. But you got you have to think about it. LeBron is a special individual. <laughs> you know you ain't gonna have many guys that can do that. And he played with some special individuals. And right. but I'm thinking, but you know, but it's it's funny that we we talk about this. We talked about this on the show maybe about you know twenty shows in. Who we was talking about going to New York and leaving the small market? And they were talking yeah. about John Morant's the small market. Yeah, right. Well, Didn't that was, those what I was... two guys. Didn't those two guys play AAU basketball together? You're talking about like Zion, and... Zion and Ja. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's imagine if those two says, fuck this, we go to New York. Oh, my goodness. That's what don't the give New York, see. Don't get New York. Don't give New Yorkers hope. Don't give them hope. Don't all they it. got right now is Julius Randle. That's all they got going for him, man. Don't, don't give them hope. hope because guess what? They thought they had hope with Kevin Durant and mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Except yeah. They, went, they went across the bridge to go to Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, and uh, that, was, that was my other question for you. Do you think Josh sticks it out in Memphis? You know what? It's, it's, you know, Memphis. And I know it's, it's hard to say because it's still early, but, you know. No, but think about it. Uh, Josh from uh, 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 from the South, mm-hmm. so to say, and Memphis is close to home. And he probably got a good feel for the place. And he knows he can probably be, think about it. That's the FedEx building. You know, he, there's a lot of money there. It's, you know, there's yeah. other avenues. And I think if, he, if, if, if they keep treating him right and keep, you know, bringing in those pieces and keep Triple J there because I think that's a huge part of that team. Yeah, and, and, and if he stays there, then they can bring in some other pieces. And yeah, he ain't going nowhere. You know, as long as he's been successful. By the way, speaking of players on the move, B Dog, do you think uh, Ben Simmons is going to be joining us here in uh, in Atlanta? That seems to be the buzz this week is that uh, <laughs> Simmons might be in conversation to come to Atlanta. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of smoke around it. You know that what they say is a lot of smoke. There's some fire somewhere. Um, it, I'm not saying that I couldn't see it, but it's just about 
who the Hawks, you know, who the Sixers would want in return. And I know Cam Reddish Cam. is a part of that deal. Yeah. Cam, I mean, you may have to throw in, you know, Gallinari. Uh, you may have to throw in a first-round pick and probably something else. Um, but Cam is the centerpiece around that. Let me say this. If you, you, you're going to have to get – what's your, your redhead shooter name? Oh, oh you talking about uh, Herder. Kevin Herder. Herder, a big shot Bob. Uh, you got to give what one, one of those two guys got to be in that deal because they're going to want a guy who can shoot. Yeah. Uh, and because that's what they need around MB. They're just not going to say, okay, let's get a player back like this. But Cam Reddish is definitely, you know, he should be starting for someone in the NBA. He's such a talent. You know, I he's think, from the Philly area. Yeah. So they, 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 I, I see them doing this deal just because right now you got, you got Ben Simmons making more noise about, about to get married than him being on the court. So you got to, you know, you get some form. You know, here's the thing. Philly got to understand you're not going to get what you want. There's no way that's going to happen. So you're going to get damn near what you want. And go to the Hawks because the Hawks could use them. I know it's in the same conference. Big fucking deal. You know his weaknesses, so you can exploit that if y'all play him in the playoffs. You know, you won't get your ass beat again by the Hawks. So the Hawks need help defensively, and I think yeah. that's what Ben can bring. Yeah, big time. So I, I think I think that's out of everything I've seen out there, I think that's like the best match for the Philly and for the Hawks. Now, whether that trigger is pulled or not, I don't know, because we all know it's it's one thing to talk about, and it's one thing, you know, people do those little trade machines online and say, oh, this would work. Yeah, but it's got to work in real life, and yeah. people got to pull the trigger in real life. So yeah. we all know when it comes to stars, you rarely ever get equal value back. No. So it's about getting as much as you possibly can and looking at it and say, okay, this is good enough. Let's let's make this deal yeah. uh, come to fruition. We can just take the Rockets road and just give them picks. Just picks. How many picks do you want? We got picks. There's picks, 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 buddy. Whatever you want. Um, and now you just put the Rockets in the mix. Like, shit, we can give up picks and get Ben Simmons. Let's do it. Yeah, really. Um, do you know who uh, Christina Pink is? <laughs> yes. I do. do you know yes. her? I yep. met her once. You met her. <laughs> okay. Once, maybe twice, yes. Did you see her the other night? Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh man! Like now she's so she's working the Clippers and yeah. who the hell was she talking to? It was uh, Amir Coffee, and here here's the and she she's standing next to I guess they're mopping up and the floor's wet, and mm. after she's wrapping her interview, she takes a spill, man! Like I've never seen. Uh, Buckle down on what we needed to do and uh, came out executed. Go dry off. <laughs> Clippers are winners, 106 to 93. The fuck? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> that guy just segued out of that. He didn't like. I hope hey. she's okay. Can someone give her a hand? This asshole's just like. Clippers are winners, 106 <laughs> to 93. What the shit is that? Oh, uh, where is where is uh, Jamie when we need her? But you know the funny part about this thing is, I'm shocked that nobody had. Well, I haven't seen. They might do it. You remember when? Um, uh, they do do like the, the little thing with RKO and they show oh, an RKO yeah. and she's falling. Bro, so many- no, don't do that. <laughs> or stone, no, stunner, don't do that. something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah exactly. she did yeah. tweet. She tweeted that you know she was all right. Uh-huh. Just the floor was a little wet, but she's good. She did tweet that. Hey, she hit that floor harder than motherfucker. Bro, I, mean, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> Dude, oh my goodness, she hit that like floor face hard. first. It was like. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> 
And just down. I mean, oh Christina, I am, Christina, I'm not laughing at you. I am no. laughing at them. Look, uh, and Christina, she has, I'm not laughing at you either. I'm laughing at the situation, though. She has a good <laughs> sense I, I, of humor I, about it. Yeah, she she was know. on the air like a night later laughing at it. And, yeah, I mean, I like that. She hit that floor hard. Man. She hit it hard, like, too. And, and like, from a, from a, hey, didn't lose that mic, though. No, she <laughs> didn't. Still in you hand. heard the mic, too. <laughs> But she did it from a from a direct standstill. Like she wasn't yeah. moving. She was a, she was like, okay, go take a shower. Turn, like just like I mean, she got t- taken out from the rafters. Hey, I don't think I've hey. ever seen anything like that. Hey, I wish I knew how to do that. I start my own with the Randy Orton and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is all we need now is to get you uh, ramped up on those kind of skills. God knows what the hey, look, hell you be putting trying out. To, I'm not trying to distort my brain by doing this stuff. I damn should be sitting in the crew like, like a little nerd. Let me do this shit. Oh, let me put this one in there. You'd be like Shaq. Who yeah, just tries yeah. to make his own memes on everybody now. Mm-hmm. So. Somebody going to hear this. Don't be surprised if you see it on Twitter. That's all I'm going to hear this and somebody going to do it too. Watch. Oh, oh, no. Hey, but you know, it's, those, those are some of the best ones when – when like um, when you get dunked on, the guy falls, and all of a sudden he goes into his grave and stuff like that. Oh yeah, those yeah. are the best things on social media. And it's like the Undertaker uh, comes out and yes. <laughs> just lays him down. It's like, yeah, those are those are those are out of uh, control. But yeah, Chris- like, like yeah. I think the best one was the other day was the one I saw where um, uh, Jake Paul, all the people he had knocked out all on the couch. Oh yeah, <laughs> you see that one? <laughs> oh, I see that one. You gotta see his all <laughs> laying on the couch. Yeah. What's the basketball oh, player that got knocked out? What's his uh, name? Nate. Nate, Nate Robinson. You got Nate, Nate on the couch like yeah. this. <laughs> just brutal. Oh, they're the best. Oh, just great. Um, I, I, I think I, I may have asked you this. By the way, we're going to play Black Crime, White Crime here in a few minutes. I'm Uh-oh. super excited for a new round of Black Crime, White Crime. There we go. One of our favorite games. Um, Tom Brady and Gronkowski. We have, we've got kind of like the tale of two quarterbacks this week. Tom Brady on one hand and Aaron Rodgers on the other. Uh, both mm-hmm. in the news for totally different reasons. Tom Brady uh, and Gronkowski. So Gronk, uh, the final week of the season, needed, I think, one catch. Right. And the Bucks were rolling. They were up like 31-17 or something. They were, Arians is going to pull Brady out of the game. Gronk goes over to him. He's like, yo, Tom, I need one more catch, man, to hit my bonus. One more catch, and he would get a $500,000 bonus. Actually, it was I think it was a million well, he needed Well, he needed one catch and like, eight, nine yards or something like okay. that to yeah. get to get two different bonuses activated, two $500,000. Gotcha. So he would have been a million dollars in bonuses. So Brady goes to Arians. All right, well, then you're not taking me out of the game until Gronk gets his catch. <laughs> Brady marches out there first play, hits Gronk for like a 10-yard out, drops his – and then it's like, all right, go ahead, put the back up in. I'm good. But he wasn't <laughs> leaving that game until Gronk – until his boy got his money. Oh, man. I, here's a funny story about my bonus. Um in my la- in 2001 with the Lakers, I was supposed to get a bonus from Nike if I played 30 minutes a game. And okay. the, the bonus was it's only I think it was like a hundred thousand. And I'm not saying only, but I'm thinking that compared to his five hundred thousand. Yeah, sure. So right. It's a hundred thousand. And I played twenty-nine point two minutes that game. <laughs> I'm like that, yeah, I'm like, mother of God. <laughs> hey, I'm like, what? You gotta be and, kidding. Hey, and, and and somebody was like, well, shit, if I don't know you had this bonus in your contract, I would have altered the number. So I'm like, well, shit, it's a little late. Tell me now. Yeah. I'm like, that dang it. Yeah. Think about it, man. It's like, it's so many, these guys have crazy bonus. I also had a bonus. I think I told you this before. We won a championship in LA 
I got a million dollar bonus. So I was like, okay, boom. I put that in the contract the first year I came here. It only it only applied to the, the first championship in 2000, but it didn't apply to the other ones. But when I went, went to San Antonio, I tried to put that same thing in my contract. Pop says, motherfucker, we already won championships here. You can't put that shit in your contract. You're walking into a dynasty. You can't put that in there. Oh, that's hey, great. Hey, hey, can't can't help. You got to try, man. Can't. Yeah, well, hey, our boss here always tells us you don't get if you don't ask. So you got to yeah, exactly. ask. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And, and look, man, players know. Like they know, like when you start coming towards the end of the season and you start looking at the incentives in your contract and, you know, like with Gronk and AB would have got his if he acted a fool. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and you start looking and you start talking to you, hey, man, I need two catches and these amount of yards to, for this, you know, million five or, or, or million dollar bonus to kick in. You got me? I got you. Because guys know, look, especially in football, you got to get all the money you can get. Because everything is not guaranteed. So that million dollars is even even though Gronk has made a lot of money in this league, and look out for your boy, because I need that million, especially yeah. if I'm only one or two catches away. Yeah. 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 And he knew it. He knew it. And he walked right up to Brady. Yeah. He said, Man, I need one more. One <laughs> one more for like eight, nine yards. I am square. But think Brady. about this now. This day and age, their fucking agents are keeping track of everything. They got a whole crew say, Hey, you got to keep it with this player, yep. this player. And I guarantee yep. you, before the game, they had already told me, oh, Grunk, you need three catches, you need this, 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 yep. and play. You know, I, and when I played, the agent was like, okay, it was in your contract. Oh, was it? Oh, fuck. You didn't make it? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, why you're fired. <laughs> meanwhile, Grunk's agent's like, hmm, 10%. You could get me yes. a little bit of that 10% of that bonus oh, money. Yeah. That, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. But that was, no, that probably about 4% of that. Because I think that, oh, that feel like the yeah. NBA, because I know NBA, the max the agent can get. Is four percent, which is the stupidest thing ever. Especially if you if you're a rookie, you should never pay your agent any fees on your contract because you are. It's like you already know what you're going to make if you're the number one pick. But isn't that so when you I need your agent? Pay, I guess you you don't need your agent that much as a rookie. You know, I would need, figure you when you when you hit your first for, big deal at the end of your rookie yeah. contract, right? Yeah. So it, for all rookies out there playing their agents on his first contract, you're an idiot. Because you know you they're not doing any negotiation for you because you're already slided in. You're gonna make three million dollars. Why are you gonna pay someone three million dollars who did no work for you to get you there? You did all that work to get yourself picked the number one pick. So don't pay your agents. And then okay, you can pay them on the endorsement deal side. That's the only thing you should pay them. So after that first five years, then you should pay your agent. But I guarantee you, there's a lot of these rookies out there are paying their agents. The max, which is four percent, and they shouldn't even pay them that shit. You know, they they, I never pay my agent four percent, never. And what did you pay? Really, what you pay your agent? I paid my agent the first agent I had, I gave him three percent. My next agent I had, I gave him two percent. Then my next contract, I just hired someone to do the negotiation and to pay them a one-time fee, and I was done. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah. I didn't see. I I agree with you in the sense that you should get paid on the work that you go out and get. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if you go out and get me a Nike deal, I'll pay you on that. You did the legwork. Yes. You got the company. Mm-hmm. You got the deal done. Fine. If yeah. I get a free agent deal, then, okay, you're going to get a cut of that because we did some back and forth negotiating with teams and stuff like that. But, like, a basic rookie extension, eh. Yeah. eh. Like, even you barely yeah. did anything. Yeah. So. It's like, for my uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call my agent out, but after um, – Oh, go ahead. No. We, uh, I'm not going to call him out. Uh, <laughs> I, after my uh, – 
2001 championship, we got like a huge bonus, right? And this motherfucker had the nerve to say, hey, don't we get the, hey, you got to send me my, my, my 3%, my 2.5% of that. I'm like, dude, for what? I said, you got nothing to fucking do with my fucking bonus. And you know what? Next thing I do, I said, I fired his ass. I'm like, dude, really? You gonna ask for my fucking bonus? You gonna ask for something? You didn't negotiate this shit. What's wrong with you? That's another story I, about you firing an agent. How many agents <laughs> have you fired in your career? Hey, it's it's just just two, just two, just the two. Okay, just, just two. So the two just stories two. we've heard are the two that got popped. How, okay, how long were? How long was the first one your agent before you fired him? And how long was the second one your agent before you fired him? Uh, my first agent lasted three years. Mm. Uh, and then my next agent lasted six years. Okay, that's not bad. So you okay. can figure out who so, the agents were. <laughs> so if we come to the if we come to the to the podcast next week and there's a new host, it's because my ass got shown the door. <laughs> I got sick. I said, "Fuck this. We're doing. We're going in a whole new direction." Um, Which one of us is not like the other? <laughs> hey, hey. <Fire>. <laughs> <laughs> shit is that? <laughs> So I got to eat it for all the white people? All right, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, Rob. I'm, hey, Chris, I'm Christina just, Pink. I am Christina just, Pink laying on the floor. And you're no. the fucking announcer going. Clippers are winners 106 to 93. Help me up. Hey, hey Jennifer, look. He said that. I ain't saying Yeah, that. man. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, shit. God, oh, man. Oh, man. Tell you what. Well, that oh, was a, that goodness. was a black crime. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what that was. We're gonna play black uh, crime, white crime in a minute. That was a black crime. Yep, uh, it definitely right. was. Let's do. Hey, the- speaking of Tom Brady, I will give. Oh, I want to give a big a big thumbs up for Tom Brady with his new line that just launched today. Uh, it's called Brady, but what he's doing is, which is so special to me, is that he's using all college athletes to pub his brand, and that. To think about now that you Smart. can get paid as a college athlete, mm-hmm. this is huge. Think about it. If you could land a deal like this with you know Brady and get paid, shit, I want to have to. I, I want to. I've been running around college in a fucking Lambo. Like, look at me, I'm the shit. Like you, like you were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a Chevy Cavalier, man. That's why yeah. I drove in college. A Chevy yeah. Cavalier. That's because <laughs> you didn't play for the football team. That's why <laughs> you would have been on the football team. Those guys had Lambos and. Hey, hey, hey! This is a funny story. We. We won the SEC championship my freshman year, right? And only two guys on the team had cars. The next year we come back, you know, everybody go home from the summer, come back. I'm like, who car is that? Oh, that's Marcus' car. Who car is that? That's Keith's car. Who car is that? That's Gary's car. We had eight cars lined up, <laughs> and we only got 15 guys on the team. Everybody came back with a car. I'm like, everybody got a ride. What's going on here now? Booster, booster, <laughs> booster, booster. Hey, mama, daddy mama. said I could get yeah. a car after yeah. my if I had good grades after yeah. my freshman year in college. So yeah. me was mommy, daddy. That's right. I did go to a. Hey, I, I did go to a booster dealership where I got a good deal on the car. <laughs> that's not bad. There you go. That's not yeah, bad. That's not mm-hmm. bad. Another SEC title. It might have been a might have been a little even better deal. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, they we'll may see. have just given you. They may have just given you the car. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I want to say that though. That's that's huge for these college athletes now to make some money on the side, and I mean, not just for them though, because a lot of these kids come from you know these neighborhoods or these homes that uh, they don't you know yeah right. they, you yeah know. where they need it. Yeah. You know they they don't they yeah. don't they've never been in a situation to have that and. You know, here comes a guy like Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. And, God, I hate throwing praise at the feet of Tom Brady, man. 
but it. He oh, just, I'm not gonna do it. He just had. <laughs> uh, he just broke it, the damn passing record again, at 5,100 yards or 5,200 yards or some shit this season, and I'm like, like broke his own record, and I'm like, how he's 42, 43 years old, he's yeah. breaking his own records year after year. It's like I, I just I, 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 I don't care about all that, but I just wanted to say big ups. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's I don't doing, care nothing about none of that. Oh, like I know Brady. As hey, soon as you have, as soon as you have a child, he's a star athlete in some sport or whatever, and he needs an endorsement, and Brady comes to the door. Come on, Mister Brady. Hey, how you doing? Have a seat. Kyle, oh yeah, I'll mu- look. look, look. <laughs> all money green. <laughs> I, look, I don't care about all that. All money is green, but look, yeah. I ain't laying no prayers at the feet of Tom Brady. Y'all, there's too many folk doing that. <laughs> yeah, like it would just get lost in the pile of roses that are already I there. Know it, so right? it's like, you know, know. yeah, that's not um, my MVP. No, of course not. Who's your MVP? Aaron Rodgers. Well, so the Aaron Rodgers story goes something like, something like this, and I'm going to paraphrase it as best I can. There was a reporter two weeks ago who said, I'm never going to give Aaron Rodgers an MVP vote and and mm-hmm. said it even before the season even started. I could tell you because Aaron Rodgers is an asshole and I don't like him and he's a jerk to everybody. And of course, Aaron goes on McAfee's show and rips that guy. And then like a week later, Boomer Esiason is doing his show and gets a text from an insider in the NFL that says there's a, some people close to Aaron Rodgers are saying if the Packers make the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers is going to boycott the Super Bowl because of the COVID mandates in the NFL. And then Aaron goes back on McAfee's show again and just destroys Boomer and says it's the dumbest thing he's ever heard in his life. And da, 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 da. So it's like a nonstop back and forth with Aaron Rodgers. It's always something. Ain't that, ain't that about the dumbest thing you ever heard? Before even before Aaron even addressed it, when I heard that, you know, when Boomer sized in, who was that that reported it? Was that yeah, it was Boomer, Boomer. sized Yeah, it was Boomer and G. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading it, I'm like, None of this makes sense. None of it at all. That he would Aaron Rodgers did not Bowl? say this. His last time in the Super Bowl was 2010. Yeah. We're in 2022. <laughs> You're telling me he gets back to the top of the mountain to play for a, to get his second ring and he would boycott the Super Bowl? Ain't no way in the world. That's the stupidest thing in the world. First of all, if he boycotted that... <clears throat> All his boys on that team gonna beat his ass. <laughs> uh, the Green Bay gonna burn his house down. Um, State Farm is gonna take his money. It's gonna yep. be. It's gonna be so many things that could go wrong with a scenario. You know, it, it gets to a point where you, you know people say shit just to get a rise out of people, and mm-hmm. only the idiots, which is a lot of them idiots out there in this world, just go, "Oh yeah, he's gonna boycott." Man, they'd have brought that across my desk. Said, hey, can you say this shit? I'm like, fuck no, I ain't saying this, man. You yeah. look like one of these idiots, so. It's just the most ridiculous thing you can take. Well, because when you play this game, you want to play to be on top. There's a lot of things that can come into play. We play hurt. Uh, we play with, you know, deaths in the family. There's a lot of things and to get to that upper echelon, to that championship game. You know, you're going to think something like a virus and this, whatnot, and your beliefs or whatever it may be. You know, it, it's not going to stop him from playing. It's just, yeah. that's just, that's just outrageous. Yeah. It's crazy stories, man. Crazy. Just, just nonsense with him, but. Uh, all right, let's do Big Shot of the Week, and then we'll play a game. Uh, big Shot of the Week goes to 11-year-old Davion Johnson from Oklahoma. Here's why. On December 9th, a boy ran into Davion's classroom at school because he was choking. Uh, he was trying to open a water bottle with his teeth, and the cap got lodged in his throat. Well, oh, wow. Davion ran, to, ran over to the boy and started to give him the Heimlich maneuver and got the cap up. 
He said he learned the Heimlich watching it on YouTube. So this kid is 11 years old, watches YouTube enough to learn the Heimlich maneuver, saves this kid's life in his classroom. The reason he's getting Big Shot of the Week is that's not where Demion's day ended. Uh, him, and his, him and his mom were driving home from wrestling practice later that day and smelled smoke. They noticed there was a house on fire. They stopped to call 911. Damian hops out of the car, knocks frantically on the front door. Several people run out, and he notices one of them is an older lady with a walker and helps this woman out of a burning house to the curb. And then him and his mom wait until the fire department shows up. So uh, the, I'm sorry, let me get this right. The Muskogee mayor. Uh, Marlon Coleman said December 10th uh, was declared Davion Johnson Day in the city of Muskogee, Oklahoma. He? He's 11 years old. 11 years old. Hey, and saved two get that people's dude. lives in the same day. Uh, hey, let me just say this. You know how you got all these people who walk into restaurants and don't have to pay? This dude shouldn't have to pay for anything in that town nope. for the next two to three years. But, you know, to have that 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 awareness about yourself at 11 years old, Think about most at left Joe. You see a kid come out choking, like, ah, he's choking. Ah! Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, he runs over and helps the kid and then helps a little lady, uh, you know, down the stairs uh, with a fireman. This this kid is incredible, man. So, you know, he, he's probably one of these really brainiac kids, just you know, needs some opportunity. So, big ups to Davion, man. And plus, I love that name though, Davion. Yeah, Davion. And, and, and you two, I'm gonna be honest with you, you need to send him a plaque. Oh my God. And there might need to be a check attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's giving I mean, you, look, yeah, he learned that on YouTube. On YouTube. And saved and, somebody's life. Yep. And right. you can learn, there's so many things you can learn on YouTube because YouTube teaches everything. And the fact that he was able to learn that on YouTube, like most, you know, most millennials and even uh, Gen Z, we, we learn most of our stuff from YouTube. The fact that he got it from there, hey, YouTube. I don't understand what that's not. There's no bigger publicity than that. Send him a, yeah. a plaque thanking him and send him a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 My, my daughter's of, only yeah. learned Fortnite dances and had a curse at video games on YouTube. So <laughs> that's all she knows. Y'all probably wouldn't get this, but we just had a, we just had a crazy fire out here in LA at this apartment complex. So the guy's standing out front and I guess he started the fire and the cops are running around and the fire department's just standing there watching and then the cops is then the, they arrested the guy out front, white guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not." He's just just yelling, and all of a sudden, everybody's filming the fire. Now the building's on fire. There's a dude under the landing just standing there with the fire on top of his head. The cops are running around, and nobody's telling this dude, "Yo, it's a fire, man! You got." And he's just standing like this, like, "What's going on?" Oh, he's getting arrested. <laughs> he's like sitting up, just like looking and shit. I'm like, dude, you gotta go. It's Get a out. fire above you, man. And it's it's just it's so I said that to let you know how calm this guy Davion was. Uh, go get this lady and get away from the fire where most people run around frank. These are grown-ups, not mm-hmm. telling this dude who's standing under the fire to get the hell on. Yeah. You know, where was Davion for this guy? Hey, wow. But the guy fire, the guy finally moved and they contained the fire, but it was it was it was just crazy. Well, and too with hit with Davion, the fact that they stopped because the house was on fire and called 911. That's probably where most of us would have stopped, you know? All right, we're going to wait for the fire department to go. This kid gets out the car and runs toward a burning house to try and save people. That that's like, like you said, Rob, that's like a mentality thing. That's just, you know, you've been raised right. You know that that's the right thing to do. Well, you you know, I know we always use this word, but you you know, think about it. He's a, a modern day superhero. 
for him to do that. And did they save two lives or three lives, whatever it was, in one day? Yeah. In a tw- in right. a, it wasn't even a 12, it was like a 12 hour period. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. One in class and one on his way home. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, right. My God. It's like, I got out of bed this morning. I thought I would have accomplished something. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I know one thing. I don't know one thing. Once I've done that all day, I ain't doing no homework when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Forget First that. of all, your mom was like, hey, you, you, you know, you know his name Davion, so you know what kind of background he come from. And she'd be like, hey, boy, I don't care what you did in them damn streets, but in my house, this is what's happening. <laughs> get your shit done, boy. Yeah. Mark, I have a Look, snack. I know you said... I know you say that little boy life is cool, and I know you say the elderly woman, but if you want to save your own life, you better get that homework done. <laughs> yeah. I'd be playing that card forever, by the way. Can I have some Doritos? Me too. You're going to ruin your dinner. Oh, I saved, like, people's lives. <laughs> Mom, I'll be like, tough shit. Sit down. Like, I'm All right. This is Black Crime... Or white crime. Uh, First one of the year. A game that unites all people. Uh, because we joke that uh, stupidity comes in no color. <laughs> it's a, across the board. Everyone's yep. a jackass. All right. Uh, I've got seven stories. I'm going to give you the crime. Uh, you just have to tell me, was the perpetrator African-American or Caucasian? Here we go. Can and I just say black or white? Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> being flowery for no reason. Because uh, <laughs> that's what white people do. Uh, <laughs> an Ohio woman woke up to discover a burglar napping in her guest bedroom after he had broken in overnight, taken a swim in her outdoor pool, and even eaten the family's leftover chicken. He was arrested by police who suspected he was intoxicated and brought him to the hospital for an examination. So... Did the burglar who broke into an Ohio woman's home took a nap on her couch and ate all her chicken? Black guy or white guy? Can, I'm gonna say something. This is kind of hard because first they say black folks can't swim. <laughs> That's, That's a lie. Black That's folks a lie. I know this is all lies. This is all lies. But so sorry, this story is full of of misdirection. Yeah, it, it, this is the you should have said this one for last. But I would go with this some white folks shit. I would go with white folks right okay. here. Harper. Let's see. Hmm. The fact that he ate the family's leftover chicken, <laughs> and then, and then you say you said he took a nap. He got he the took itis. A nap. He got the itis. He now, took a nap. Now he took the now he took the nap after he ate the chicken, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's a brother. <laughs> hey, first of all, that's let me just say this: what, What's where, where was this? Is Ohio. Ohio, Ohio? So it's fucking cold outside. <laughs> Ain't no brother getting no cold ass water, man. He got to be either yeah. really drunk or he fell in oh, and he was that, trying to get the fuck out. That is, that is true. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go brother on this. I gotta go white. white. Well, if that point is gonna go to Mr. Brandon Harper. Yeah, that was ah! a yeah, yeah, bro. The okay. chicken was a dead giveaway. He, t- he ate the chicken and he took a nap. <laughs> hey, but it's Ohio and it's cold. Ain't no damn bro. We barely want to swim as is. He ain't getting no cold ass water to go swimming. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he did. This brother did. Hey, I guarantee you he was drunk and fell in. He didn't go swimming. Well, and, uh, <laughs> it says he was intoxicated, so yeah, he was he was drunk. But yeah. All yep. right. Well, oh, one nothing Harper. Here we go. Story number two. Authorities say that a Florida mail carrier is accused of stealing 4,000 or so pieces of mail around the holidays. She was sifting through the mail looking for greeting cards to try and steal cash. Who busted her? Her parents. (laughs) She lives with her parents. Her parents found all these greeting cards in her room. 
and called the cops. So is the mail carrier who stole Christmas mail and got busted by her parents a black woman or a white woman? Oh, that's Beth. It's a white woman. (laughs) That's white because the black folks are just going to open it. They're going to do two things. Either throw it away or put the envelope back in there and send it on its way. So (laughs) I'm going going to go with Becky on this one, too. Why does my card have scotch tape on it? I don't don't know. Mystery of the mail. Uh, All right. Well, that is uh, 25-year-old Miranda Forlay, a white woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Ain't no sister no named Miranda. <laughs> right. uh, story number three. I know is... Miranda. <laughs> okay. Story number three. A New Jersey man has agreed to plead guilty in a convoluted fraud scheme involving Super Bowl rings. So this guy was posing as a player using credentials that he tripped across when he bought someone else's Super Bowl ring online. Well, he found their login info along with everything in the ring and said, oh, I'm going to log in and pose as a player and order me a bunch of rings. He ordered three Patriots 2017 Super Bowl rings and sold them each for about a hundred grand. Uh, and then, of course, got busted and oh, will have to plead okay. guilty Thank and go you. to jail now. Sorry, they no. found my phone. Yeah! <laughs> hey, guess what? The person who found it was a black man, wasn't he? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the white guy broke into your house and hit your phone in the toilet. Who did that? I, Where, his name is Augustine. You figure it out. Augustine. Oh, he sounds no, like he's Italian or some shit. <laughs> Augustine is Mexican. Mexican. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Where was the phone? In the garage. In the Where, garage. I, I, I currently have a... a, a I can't have lost with the my car is charged. I have a charging you have an electric car. car? Electric car, that's the word. Okay. I have electric okay. car. So when I unplugged it, I set my phone down and I must have I left it right there with a the charger station. Can I ask you a question about the electric car? Because I really don't know. I'm I'm it's so ignorant when it comes to the electric cars. What happens if you're driving, like on a for the sake of conversation, a road trip? Uh-huh. And the battery runs out. It's not like filling it up with gas. You know what I mean? It's not like you can just pull over and go oh, put some gas in it and keep on going. Do you have to like park it for an hour or two, or like you hit the SOS? They come and they give you enough charge to get to the next charging station. But the car actually they have an app that it, when you do the trip, it makes the trip out for you where you have to stop at the charging stations and charge up on along your way. Huh? How long does it take to charge? Um, if you have a, a quick charger, 15 to 30 minutes. If you have a regular uh, 220 volt, it takes about six hours, six to seven hours to fill it, you know, to charge it completely. Damn, see, I love but the environment. You plug it in when you go to bed yeah. and you wake up, it's fully charged. Yeah, that's great. But like if I'm driving somewhere and I get a low charge and I got to sit somewhere for half an hour, I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the bad I, part about it. We, white, we white, all people got phones. Are, white people are all about making good time. <laughs> like, <laughs> we all got phones. Imagine, you know how sometimes you, you plug your, your phone up, you're thinking it's charging overnight, and you wake up, your battery's still dead. Yeah. Imagine if that's your, imagine if that's your car. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's why you wait. Does the green light start doing that? And then you walk out. <laughs> all, right. all right, it's up. We're good. All right. So, sorry. All Let's right, go so back to- the New Jersey man who had to plead guilty. So, he, this guy basically went online and uh, bought a Super Bowl ring. When he got the Super Bowl ring that he bought online, it had login credentials with it on how to order the rings. Mm -hmm. So he used this player's login credentials to log in, and he ordered three 2017 Patriots Super Bowl rings and then sold them online for 100 grand each. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, he's going to jail uh, because you're not allowed to do that. So black guy, white guy. 
white guy. Black guy. Because ain't that many white guys out there can say, oh, I play in the football. And they'd be like, oh, you, that, I ain't gonna believe that shit. A big brother, big smart brother, they, I'm going. Think about that, B. If someone came to you, they can look at you, oh, yeah, he played football. I'll buy that ring from him. So I'm going with black guy. Okay. Well, I, I'm going white guy. You're going white guy? All right. Well, you've missed a key piece of the story. That's uh, Scott Spina, a 24-year-old white guy. The key piece of the story you missed there was he did all this online, so they weren't looking at him. They didn't know who he was. They, yeah, but, yeah. And, and look, I, look, we I, look. I'm gonna say this: we 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 got money, but I ain't finna. How much? How much was that original Super Bowl ring that he bought? I have no idea. I mean, he what? sold the other three for a hundred grand each, so he probably paid a pretty penny for it. I ain't got no money to be wasting going to get no Super Bowl ring. <laughs> real. I, I'm sorry, I got bills to pay. Hey, that is a key point. Of the story. <laughs> I got bills to pay. <laughs> All right. All right. Here you go. A couple more. Uh, Tesla is having trouble with their autopilot, but not with their backup camera, as this man discovered. A Louisiana man spotted a Tesla backing up at a gas station and decided to flop on the ground behind it like he'd been hit by the car. Oh, I know this. Oh, Threw yeah. himself to the ground, made a big to-do about it. Well, when they checked the backup camera, they described, uh, figured out pretty quickly that, yeah, that was a fake emergency call. So he got arrested and charged with making a fraudulent emergency call. That's Tyrone. Black That's a black guy. man. <laughs> this is a black man right here. This you is grade A of black man 100%. You know what? I, I, I think I know this story. It was a white guy. Wow. Okay. You guys have been split today. That's very good. But the point here, again, is going to go to Harper. That's Arthur Bates Jr. <laughs> That's a black guy. Yeah. A Louisiana Actually, man flopping I, at a gas station. Yeah. I've seen this. On, they've been talking about this a lot. It was a black guy. I just wanted to be different. Oh, okay. Well, very good. Because we be looking... We look for ways. Look, when the floor is wet or something like that, we're going to try to slip on purpose <laughs> to try to see if we can get some money out of that. Payday. All day. Hey, day. Uh, okay, so let's let's do uh, story five. Three more to go here. Uh, three men who were suspected who were suspects in a bank robbery in Charlotte, North Carolina, got caught. Why? Because they stopped to switch to a different del- uh, getaway car while the police were watching them. <laughs> so they had a chopper overhead. They got out of one car into another, thinking we're going to be slick, and uh, of course got about a mile or two and got busted. So did the guys who robbed a bank and then switched deliver uh, getaway cars while the cops were watching. Black guys white or guy? white guys? White guy. Black guys don't rob banks. White guy. Mm. Yeah, I'll go Caucasian from the Caucasus Mountains. Oh, very good. <laughs> Look at the two of you. You're both wrong. Those are black guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, Black guys don't rob banks, man. We rob convenience stores. Okay, well, (laughs) these three got a little too greedy. That's all I'm going to say. And check cashing places. We don't (laughs) rob banks, man. Hit up a Title Max or something. Oh, man. All right. All right. Well, it could go either way because that's in Charlotte, so it could have gone either way. This is true. This is true. All right. No, Uh, story story number six, two to go. A German man had the bright uh, idea to drive himself. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. A German man had the bright idea to drive himself to his own driving test. Uh, What's more, he parked the car in front of the man who was there to administer the exam. Uh, and he was charged with driving without a license. So, guy who drove himself to his own driver's test. Uh, well, I think if you if you took out a, a Germany, <laughs> we'd be fine. <laughs> what, you, what, you think there's no guy. black people in Germany? 
I mean, there are. They, they left over from the um, got to be one or two, right? You know, you're like. <laughs> Man, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to say, I'm going to say white guy. White guy. Like, you're really going on a limb there with that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a white guy. Yeah. I probably should have taken out German man. I said, yes. the story. I'm like, yeah, shit. I got, if I would have said Ohio man, or yeah, you know, maybe who knows? But yeah, all right. They say said a Georgia man, then I've been hmm. a Georgia man. Hmm. And he stopped to get wings. No, he's good. Uh, all right, last story. Authorities in Hawaii um, say a tourist tried to get into the uh, into the great state of Hawaii with a fake vaccine card. Uh, the telltale giveaway, the card had it spelled Maderna, <laughs> M-A-D, instead of Moderna, which is, of course, the name of the vaccine. Uh, so did the fake Maderna card got the facing the possibility of a year in jail and a $5,000 fine? Uh, white woman or black woman? For the love of Antonio Brown, it's a black person. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this, is, this is a white woman because black folks don't vacation in Hawaii. So go ahead. Like they, they vacation in Florida, man. <laughs> they can vacation in places like that, California. I you know, you can Ma- Maderna. Maderna. <laughs> Medea. I'm going with white person, okay. man. I'm going with white folks shit. Uh, this one's going to go to Robert Ori. Yeah, that's some white people shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fake vaccine okay. card to get into Hawaii? Like, hey, uh, I'm just saying Hawaii, though. Black folks like, fuck it. I ain't going to Hawaii. It's too <laughs> yeah. far. I got a fake vaccine card? <laughs> fuck, I'm staying home. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shot Bob Pod for links to all our guests and all sorts of fun. The Big Shot Bob Pod is a presentation of Live by Live's Podcast One and Podcast One Sportsnet. Baseball season is back, and the Podcast Park has the best local baseball podcast to help get you ready for another season. Check out the Braves Country Podcast, where we dig deep into the soil of life in the Southeast. The people, the music, the food, and of course, Braves Baseball. Or try Hardball with Chris Domino, the long-running baseball history series with in-depth conversations from the players and people that shape the game. And KMAC has the latest Braves updates every week with a frozen rope report. Get these and all of our podcasts at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All brought to you in part by Associated Credit Union. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.